0: hello and welcome back to colin and company this is episode 11 we are going to be pulling another one from the archives and it is an episode that came out in august of 2016 enjoy hello and welcome to this one of your podcast episode 11 mona's back this week
1: hell yeah you will miss me it's fine
0: uh i think that's uh subject to opinion and interpretation
1: Uh, you miss me. You were just telling me how much you miss me. No,
0: not even close.
1: Lies!
0: Don't try to play the innocent card here.
1: I'm always innocent.
0: So what's new in your neck of the woods? What's new with you?
1: Absolutely nothing. I'm overworked, underpaid, and moving to India.
0: Why? Stop running away.
1: Because, as you said earlier, I'm having my quarter-life crisis. Though I think it's more of my mid-life crisis. But it's a crisis of some sort. At some point in my life, and it's happening now. Quit saying it's
0: your midlife crisis because you're not going to die when you're fifty.
1: Yeah, I know, but I'll be really bored if I live till retirement. Let's be real.
0: You find a hobby. Yeah, no. Do a bunch of model trains.
1: No, but the thing is, my sort of hobbies are not something I could probably do when I'm that old.
0: What What are those?
1: Like, I like climbing mountains in my free time. I like driving. So, basically, I'm going to India. And I'll be doing some driving, like cross country driving rallies. So I'm really excited about that. And then I'm doing like a all women one. And I'm doing one with my friend Harry. He's gonna come visit. And we basically we found this car that we're gonna drive and it's gonna be insane. And it's just gonna be doing the coast of India. It's quite cool.
0: That sounds fun. How long is it?
1: Oh, miles I think it's about like I wanna say about two thousand. Wow. Somewhere in that region. But it it's over a the course of three days and it's just going to be insane and like all participants get like hotels and there's like a big party afterwards and basically with mine and harry's reckless driving habits i think we'll, we've got a good shot
0: been how uh what car do you said you found
1: um i don't know if you'd know it because i don't think it was ever really in america but it was in it was originally a british car but india is known for them and they're called hindustan ambassadors
0: I might have heard of them.
1: Yeah, so I don't even know how to explain them, but they're basically like a really shit version of the Volkswagen Beetle. Oh no. Yeah, it's like a no, but like a really terrible version. Like you have to Google it to see it. It's it's awful. And they don't really I mean we're gonna fix it up a bit and then paint it and all this stuff. But it's gonna be pretty pretty solid, really. I'm excited.
0: Oh, I just looked it up. It looks interesting.
1: Yeah. It's a piece of junk, essentially. And they're still making them, which I still don't understand. But they're mainly used as, like, the old school taxis in mm-hmm. India um, before, like, Uber. And they've also got some Indian equivalents of Uber as well um, came about. So all the taxis were literally these cars, just bright yellow with, like, a blue line across. It, it, they're awful. They're so ugly.
0: They sound awful. These. They are. Looking at these old cars and saying how they keep using these older cars in India it reminds me of Cuba, how they have a lot of old cars from the 50s and 60s.
1: What sort of cars?
0: I'm not sure. I think they're just old cars that we gave to Cuba in the 50s and 60s before we, you know, exiled them. And they just kept them up and running for a while. I mean, I just find that that's impressive, truth be told. It's like they're... I think since the cars are super old and I think they've been trying to like make their own parts and try and keep them up. And I think I remember reading that since, you know, Cuba doesn't get snow and it's like a nice, like decent climate year round, they don't have to worry about their cars eroding to like road salt or anything like that when it snows, because that is a big factor in like, American cars, especially, like, where it snows. It's like, oh, road salt, and it's going to eat away your car. Versus, like, these, like, old Fords and Chevys from the 50s that have been lasting for 50, 60 years.
1: See, I love old-school American cars, though. I would love, like, you know, a Mustang, like a really old-school Mustang or something like that. Like, that is that is the dream car right there. Obviously, fixed up nicely. and Oh,
0: absolutely. Much
1: more powerful engine because I don't do... I don't do weak engines, but um, no, they're great. And then I really like even older cars, like, you know, the old school mafia Buicks and stuff like that, I would love one of those. And I've I've sat in one and they're just so cool. Like I haven't driven it, but I have sat in the driver's seat and I was like, this is the dream right here. And because in India, in Calcutta, and I went to school there for a few years, Mm -hmm. they um, have this vintage car rally like every year around January time. So I'm definitely going to go while I'm out there. And it's just, it is the best time ever. Like when the time comes around, I'll probably go. And then we could talk about that on the podcast then. Sweet deal. As long as you don't get sick of me by then. That's fine.
0: No comment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've lost five years in your life so far. So we'll see. True. See how much longer I can put up with you. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so, I was just going to ask what your dream car was, but you kind of already answered that. It's some type of old Ford, or old, like, car from the 50s, you say? Or 50s or 60s?
1: See, I love, like, a 60s Mustang, um, and I think it's the 1920s Buick model. I'm just trying to... Do you know the big, like, the cars you associate with, like, old-school mafia?
0: Or the very sleek...
1: Oh, no. Oh, it's not the 1920s. Sorry, I've just looked it up. Maybe it's the nineteen forty. Hang on. Nineteen forties Buick, yeah, in black. Oh my god, so good.
0: So they're kinda of like the like the sleeker cars.
1: Yeah, and they've got like on the um, by the doors and stuff, they've got like a little ledge there as well, so you know, the ladies could be helped into their cars and just there was little step up and yeah. and they're really long as well. They're huge. Mm-hmm. But they're so lovely to look at.
0: Yeah, I just looked one up, uh, a nineteen forty eight Buick Roadmaster. It sounds like what you are looking at or some or specific not that maybe specific model but that kind of style it is the roadmaster
1: yeah no i'm looking at it
0: now that's lovely i don't
1: i'm
0: not i'm not saying i'm not a car guy but like i'm not really knowledgeable with cars i don't know i do it sounds really cliche but i love a delorean
1: what's that are you kidding me no i'm not kidding you
0: the delorean have you ever seen the movie back to the future
1: No, I have not. Oh, that car!
0: Yes, it's a 1981-82 DeLorean DMC-12. They don't make them anymore because the company went uh, bottoms up. But there is a guy who bought all the parts and stuff because they were sitting in a warehouse in Belfast.
1: That's such a random place.
0: Well, that's where the uh, guy had their assembly, was in... In
1: Northern Ireland?
0: Yes, in Northern Ireland. Hmm. And since a lot of the parts and a lot of the, like the body of the car is stainless steel, it was in relatively good condition when this this new guy grabbed all the parts and started selling them again. Yeah. The only issue is that, so they assembled it in Northern Ireland and they don't have, or at the time they didn't have the catalytic converters on the back of the car or at at the end to help keep emissions lower. And so when they slapped that on, in the States cause it's required the horsepower of the engine dropped by f- maybe 30, 40 horsepower. Jeez. Yeah. It was very unfortunate. And I think my aunt or my uncle or whatever, some someone that they, I knew had a, and like, their friend had a and they said it was, it was a really garbage car. And it's like, that's really disappointing, because it's like, it's such a cool, iconic car, because it's the stainless steel car with the goal wing doors that pop up, and it's like, it's supposed to be like a sports car, but it's, it just flopped, and it's a shame.
1: Wait. Well, I know there's a solution to this problem. What? You could just not live in America, and just Go live in Northern Ireland, where I'm sure it'll be fine, and it won't drop horsepower there. Uh,
0: I think they. I th- even then, it's like the company's gone, and no. some entrepreneur, uh, based in Texas, restarted everything. So hopefully, he's working on it and makes it better. But I don't know. I can't afford that. I think the guy is selling them for fifty grand, or forty-five oh, yeah. grand.
1: You, you want to talk about not being able to afford your dream car? So the 1940s Buick is probably one of my like dream cars. Right. But my other dream car is the BMW i8, which is like half, um what's it called? One of those eco cars, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm talking about like it. So it's half that, half normal car. And it is the most beautiful vehicle ever made. Right. And it's just, so, it looks like it's from 50 years from now. It looks so modern and like futuristic. That's awesome. The basic model is £104,000, and that's with none of the extras, none of oh the, God. Like, and it's crazy, and I know someone who owns one as well, he's a regular at the Starbucks I work at, and he's let me sit in it, thank God for that, because I don't think I could ever live with myself if I didn't take that opportunity, but it's still my dream car, I'd, I would love, love, love to have something like that, but one hundred four grand isn't easy to come by. So, um, let's hope I win that lottery I never actually play. There you go. Yeah. I think if I was to play the lottery and actually win, Mm -hmm. I would probably, like, that's the first thing I'd buy. I'd buy one of those. Maybe two of those. Two different colors. One white, one black. That's it. You can drive one if you want. If you take good care of it.
0: I think another more realistic, and it sounds sad to say this is a dream car, but I think they're really, really cool, are those Tesla cars they're like electric sports cars pretty much
1: yeah I'm not a big fan of the Teslas I don't think mm, no but the thing is I've, I've fallen in love with the i8 and I don't think I could ever love or dream about any other car apart from that and the Buick <laughs> Well, and my baby of course my baby is just amazing mm-hmm. as well and I'm selling him at the end of the month and I'm so sad
0: but that's no, not cool
1: I know it makes me sad
0: So the Tesla Model S, which is the sedan model, if you put a higher engine in there, it is $76,000 total.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. Oh, I lied. It's $89,000 because there is a destination fee that they charge you or whatever. So they have to ship your car or something, something ridiculous like that. I'm like, that's just unfortunate. I just want that car. Right now. Yeah. I'd rather have it when I have a, an actual house, because I don't want to have to figure out how am I going to plug and charge this at, at an apartment complex.
1: Yeah, no, that'll be difficult. Though, over here, in a lot of the newer apartment buildings and stuff, they have ones with charging points. Now I just say, the Tesla sports car is it the... I don't know what it's called. But it looks a lot like the Porsche Boxster slash Roadster
0: uh i have not seen
1: that and it's like scarily like obviously they're completely different in terms of their running capacities and efficiencies and whatever but they're very familiar
0: i have not seen me porsche boxer but i'll take your word for it yes you
1: shall (laughs) you tired there i am tired you're so cranky and tired today uh, I was the one who did an eight-hour shift, and it's now 3 a.m., and I'm still here and alive. I still plan on watching one episode of Gilmore Girls before bed.
0: That's bad. Oh, have you seen the show Stranger Things, or heard of the show Stranger Oh
1: my god, why is everyone talking about it? What is it on Netflix? Yes. Where, where is it? Okay.
0: It is on Netflix. It is. Because
1: no one will shut the fuck up about it.
0: It's amazing.
1: Okay, what is it about? Don't spoil it, obviously, because I will probably eventually watch it, because my friend Shannon recommends things, and then I watch them, and then I fall in love, and I'm like, this is why you're one of my closest friends, Shannon. But there we go. That is Shannon in a nutshell. All
0: right. Well, to not spoil as much, uh, the plot follows a young boy who vanishes mysteriously.
1: Does it follow the boy, or does it follow the people he vanished from?
0: The people trying to find the young boy.
1: Yeah. It's like Gone Girl, then.
0: Kind of, but it's kind of more... Without the
1: ridiculous plot twist at the end. <laughs>
0: I haven't finished it yet, but it's got a very 80s aesthetic to it.
1: Oh, I don't know if I like that. Not in, a, not in an
0: obnoxious way. It's done very well. Like, even, like, the opening, like, sequence is very, like, like, the the title the title card has got, like, that, like, glowy red 80s, like, text. And I don't know. Just watch it. It's really good.
1: The 80s were a very tacky era.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't... I think yeah, this is done... I think this is done very well. Um, there is homage to 80s pop culture. And it says here on Wikipedia, it is channeling the works of Steven Spielberg, John Carpenter, Stephen King, Rob Reiner, and George Lucas.
1: That's a pretty good collection of people you've just named there. I might have to give it a try. Yes. I will try it anyway, because obviously Shannon recommended it. I mean, she recommended Peaky Blinders to me. And while... I'm not a big fan of, you know, shows that set themselves in different time periods where it's very hard to achieve. Peaky Blinders does a very good job of 1920s Birmingham. And so I will try Stranger Things and see what I think about it because everyone's ranting and raving about it.
0: Yeah, this takes place in uh, 1980s in a suburban town in Indiana.
1: Ooh, wonderful. Yes. I will try. I'm currently... Rewatching all of gilmore girls and i don't know why i'm doing it so early because i'm trying to do it in time for like you know they're doing like a reboot of it
0: i did not know that
1: yeah the, so i think it's coming out next summer so i started re-watching it very early like i've got enough time to watch it probably two or three times over and then yeah so exactly what i did for full house before Fuller house came
0: out how was fuller house
1: Full House was good. It, not as good, obviously, because...
0: Obviously.
1: Like, obviously, Jane... J- Jane? Who is Jane? John Stamos. Mm-hmm. He still, like, pops in and out. Bob Saget, not so much. Shit, who's the guy who plays the other one? Dave Coulier. Yeah, that's the one, Dave Coulier. He pops in, not so much. But John Stamos does quite a bit. But the thing is, the three of them had a chemistry that cannot be matched... By anyone else, and I think also because Mary Kate and Ashley played played such a big part as Michelle, mm-hmm. and with them not coming back to the show, it's it's not as good. They had such a good dynamic with the old cast, and I think it seems a lot more forced with Fuller House. It's still a good show, and it's definitely a good show if you if you're not a big Full House fan, but if you're watching like a fresh and like it's only the new generation that's going to watch it. It's a great show, but if you're a big full, of, full house fan like I am, I don't think it's very good.
0: No, oh, no. Have you seen BoJack Horseman on Netflix?
1: <sighs> I don't think it's funny. What? I think we've had this discussion before. I don't think I we don't have. Think, I really don't think it's funny.
0: <laughs> I mean, there are moments that aren't funny, but it's kind of just gets real and I just I do like that it does p- kind of poke fun of Hollywood and celebrity culture and all that. I think that is pretty hilarious.
1: It does, but I just... Oh, I just don't... I've tried to like it. I've watched like five or six episodes of it, and I'm like... I'm so bored, like mind-numbingly bored while watching it. And I've tried, like... I was like, maybe I'm just not watching it at the right time of day. Like, you know, after work or, you know, in the middle of the afternoon on a lazy Sunday or whatever. And I tried different times, and I was just like, I am never in the mood for this show. Like, it's just, it's not my cup of tea. I understand why it's popular, but it's not, it's just not my cup of tea.
0: Understandable. And I, and I do give, uh, applaud Jeffrey for actually giving it a try. Because I do know some people who are like, if they are on the fence, they won't give it a try. They're like, nope, I don't like this show. Oh, have you ever seen it? Well, no, but it's like, well, then you have no you have no argument saying that you can't like it because you've never seen it. Like, if you give it, like, you know, two episodes or three episodes, I would, like, that's for me. I was on the fence with Orange is a New Black. I kept hearing about it. Everyone's like, oh my God, this show is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Fine. I'll give it a shot, convert it over, and I love it.
1: It is the greatest thing. Have you finished the new season? Is that four or three? Uh, whatever the new one is, four.
0: Yes, I have.
1: Did you cry? I cried. I did not cry. Like, I genuinely had to pause between, like, the second last and the last episode. <laughs> I just kind of sat down and just cried. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no!
0: Let's not spoil anything. I don't... What? Yeah,
1: spoiler alert. Well, like, this is, I forget that we're, we're recording. Sorry, Yeah.
0: back. No, it's fine. No, I just like to keep things, like, not spoilery because it's, like, I don't I don't know. I mean, yes, it's been out for a while, but there are people that I know who don't watch it or or haven't watched it yet. And it's like, all right, I'll just not say anything.
1: Yeah, no, it was, I think season one and four are the best seasons of Orange is the New Black. I think they were definitely the best seasons. Two was okay. Three was absolutely bullshit. And that's why I was really considering not watching season four.
0: The ending of season three was dumb.
1: Just season three in general was stupid.
0: Yeah, it didn't feel like it moved anywhere. It just kind of stayed stagnant.
1: It, it was very stagnant as a season. And I was like, oh no, you know, it's lost its hype. They could do so much more with this. Yeah. And then they came out with season four. I was like, yes, like we are back on track.
0: It's yeah. fine. And that's what scared me how it ended in season three. How it just kind of ended. And I'll say this. They were just in the lake. I'll just leave it at that. That's pretty vague.
1: Yeah, but no, that's what it was. Yeah, they... I It also seemed like a very conclusive ending, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, like, okay, if you tied it off there...
1: Like, to if they were to end the series, I would definitely say that should have been the scene which they ended the series with. Absolutely. Because I thought that was a great ending, and honestly, if this is a spoiler to anyone, like, season three came out a year ago. Get, get your shit together. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And what else? Speaking of TV, are you You going to be watching the Olympics? Absolutely fucking not. I might watch the rugby, but that's it. Oh, I forgot. Rugby Sevens is part of uh, the Olympics now.
1: Yeah, it is, because it's the best sport in the world.
0: I wouldn't go that far, but.
1: Hey, I play rugby, therefore it is the best.
0: Well, I played tennis. I don't think tennis is the best sport in the world.
1: I don't understand tennis scoring. I just can't I can't sit down and even watch 5 minutes of Wimbledon 15,
0: 30,
1: 40 game that's it It just drives me nuts it drives me nuts I can't watch it and it's just so boring <laughs> Do you remember that year I think it was was it the South African World Cup football and they brought out the Vuvuzelas which yes. was was the worst thing to ever include in any sporting event, like regardless of what sporting event it is. And so a bunch of idiots who obviously went to the World Cup bought these Vu sailors yes. then took it took them to Wimbledon with them and started playing it during the tennis match. And I don't know like I don't know if you've ever watched a Wimbledon match. I have a lot of Apart from, like, the oohs and the ahs of the players and, like, you know, the hitting of the ball to the um, racket, I was going to call it a bat, no, uh, the racket, it is silent. You do not say anything apart from, like, you know, those pauses. I don't know why they happen, but then there's, like, clapping and it's, like, whatever. Yeah. And then in the middle of that year, there was just oohs. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? But, yeah, that's, like, I watch five minutes of Wimbledon a year. I get bored, switch it off, and I'm like, never mind, maybe next year.
0: That's a sport, and I found this with any sport, is like, okay, watching on TV, not as great. Except for baseball. Baseball's alright. But if you watch in person, or you actually play the game, it's a lot more fun. Like, I hate watching soccer on TV. It's not the same as going in person to a match. So I'm not going to watch the Olympics either, and that's just because I don't have... T- not the time, it's just, I I don't know. I just think this year, I think they really screwed up by picking Rio. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to go out and say, it. I think they really screwed up with Rio.
1: To be honest, I also, like, I haven't really been following the news much as to like, you know, what's been happening because like, when it comes to the Olympics, I just generally don't care. Right. And I think I've got this feeling towards it because we, we hosted them in 2012 And we hosted them in London, and this is before I went to get my law degree at Kent. Mm -hmm. So I was actually in London that summer, and it was just the worst thing that could have happened, like, for us as a city. Because as a city, we're very congested. I mean, 10% of our entire country's population lives in that city. Very big city, you know, congested, like, transport system, and it's just... You know, we've got too many people and tourists as it is. And right. then to add, like, to the normal people and tourists, you would then add just specifically Olympic tourists.
0: Absolutely. People who
1: have come just for the Olympics. And it was just awful because, like, our tube system, which is our underground, um, they were doing an extra one million t- journeys a day. Oh,
0: my God.
1: And they could barely cope with the, without those one million <laughs> journeys a day. And it was, like middle of summer it, there's no air conditioning down there it's so you know hot sweaty like people i just pretended most of the time that i wasn't even from london because people just expected us to be nice as the hosts mm-hmm. i was just like i i put on like you know an indian accent <laughs> and just walk around so no one would talk to me it's fine
0: that's terrible
1: I know, I'm an awful human being, but I was just like, pe- people kept asking me for directions, and I was just like, there are signs everywhere, literally, London is just covered and signposted, and they've got, like, little maps to help you, it's just look up, and just, we don't interact in London, we don't talk to people, it's a lot like New York City that way.
0: That's like the Midwest, too, All oh, most Midwest cities, it's like, we just walk point A to point B, we don't, like, we're not, we're not the South, we don't, like, hey, random stranger, how's it going? Like, no.
1: See, uh, see, this is the thing. It's like, then I moved to Cardiff. And it's a whole different board game here. Oh, I bet. Where, like, if you just, like, pass someone in the street, and, like, obviously not in the big shopping areas and center of town and stuff like that, but if you're, say, just walking, like, I go and climb mountains a lot, I've told you this. Mm-hmm. And so they usually, we have to park in, like, a nearby village or town in the valleys. And you'll be walking down the street towards the path that gets you on the mountain. And, you know, every Tom, Dick, and Harry on the way is like, hi, you know, how's it going? How's your day? And I'm like, please shut the fuck up. Or, like, are you going to kill me or are you just being nice? I'm not sure at this point. And and as a Londoner, I'm thinking, if a stranger's talking to me, he's either asked me for my number, which I'm going to say no to anyway, because who gives their number out on the tube? and, And if not, he's probably going to kill me. Or he could do both. So, yeah, no, it's, it's not fun. And I don't, I find it really weird. I mean, growing up in London, when a stranger talks to me, I'm like, what do you want from me?
0: Terrifying. Yeah. One last thing to say about the Olympics, and we'll, we'll move on to the game. <laughs> Is, okay, so the four cities that were up for like, the initial like bidding process for it you had Rio, you had Chicago, you had Madrid, you had Tokyo. Any of those other choices would have been perfectly fine. I don't know why they went with Rio. Their air pollution is bad, their water is bad. It's really skeezy there from what I've heard. Like a couple of the camps got like robbed. Nice. And so yeah, let's 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 bring it to I mean no no offense to, to Brazil and I hope that I'm not offending anyone. But from what I've heard and whatever on the news, you know, I know the news likes to you know, make it a little more dramatic than it needs to be. But it's like, come on. <laughs> you could have picked way better city. Hell, bring it back to St. Louis.
1: Don't don't wish that upon yourself. Never wish the Olympics upon yourself.
0: I mean, we did have the Olympics in 1904. It's been a little it's been a long while.
1: And you guys have not missed out on anything in the meantime, trust me.
0: I mean, it probably would bring some development for our to our city for a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, well, when it happened in London, it completely gentrified Stratford, which in a good way, because but the thing is, the wealth divide has become so much in that area, it's actually quite disgusting to see, because basically there's this flyover now, um, which separates the two boroughs that are right next to each other, mm-hmm. and there's Tower Hamlets and Newham, yeah, Newham is the one Stratford's in, so there's flyover dividing the two, and Tower Hamlets is one of the poorest boroughs in the country. Wow. And it's, you know, when you walk through it, you know it's one of the poorest. And it's really, like, like I've walked through it before and I thought I'd get mugged. And I usually don't get that. But Like, I'm a pretty savvy Londoner. Like, I can... You tell which roads I want to take, but every single road that I walked through was like that. And I was like, this is a really uncomfortable experience. And then you go over to Stratford side, and as soon as you, like, enter Stratford, you see the Olympic Village. And, you know, you see how gentrified it's become. It's got swanky apartment buildings, lots of hotels, restaurants, um, big shopping center called Westfield. And it's crazy. And then, if you think about it, just two minutes down the road, people are living, like, in a slum-like estate area. and It's not, it's not nice.
0: That's fucked
1: up. It's kind of become, like, the wealth divide that you see in places like India. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, where you have the crazy rich next to the crazy poor. And it's, like, how has this happened? Like, why is there no in-between?
0: We have that so- too, kind of. The uh, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before. There's a road in the city of St. Louis called Del Mar Boulevard. And I don't remember. I think it was either the BBC or some, like, news came out and did, like, research. And saw like they took property on the south side of delmar and the north side of delmar like north south side of the street and they saw that there was a significant gap like on the north side of the street it was a lot cheaper and a lot it was like the like north of delmar it kind of gets bad it's a lot of lower income a lot more minorities live there versus like south of there i mean there's exceptions to that there are chunks of south city that can be kind of sketchy but it's like it's just, like, it's it's insane that just one road divides, like, it's, like, the socioeconomic yeah. divide. And I think that's not right, and we need to work on that.
1: We do, but we're never going to, oh, God, no. like, bridge that divide, are oh, we? Oh, like,
0: God, God, no. It's a fever well, dream.
1: Exactly, but it's okay. I'm going to win the lottery that I never play and buy my I-8, and then I'll go buy a house on the south side of Del Mar. You mean north side? North side. Whichever the the expensive side.
0: Oh. Well then you wanna be in like Clayton. You wanna be out of you okay. wanna be out of the city. You wanna get like I
1: I'm just gonna buy a penthouse in New York. Let's be done with that.
0: Alright.
1: So that's all my lottery winnings spent on one thing. Wonderful.
0: There you go. Supreme supreme decision right there.
1: Yeah. Are you ready? It depends on what this game's going to be because you shot down my game last time. And I'm not very impressed with you. I'm right
0: sorry now. about that.
1: And it was a great game, so. It wasn't the stupid. best
0: game, but it wasn't the worst
1: game. What is your stupid game?
0: It's called Junker Kid.
1: Yeah, you played this with Garrett.
0: I did. And I loved it so much, I'm play it as yeah. well.
1: Oh, hi, Garrett, if you're listening. Hey,
0: what up, I'm Garrett? I'm still
1: hilarious. Uh, I'm still so funny and <laughs> sassy i'm amazing anyway continue all
0: right let's keep uh let's deflate that ego <laughs> how many it's do you think different. you'll get right out of 10 uh
1: how many did garrett get he got seven yeah because i only got one wrong when i was playing it like whilst listening to the game so i'm gonna go
0: what does that say about you though
1: that i'm a drunk child yes obviously exactly <laughs> Um, okay, let's go... Let's let's go with seven. Let's see if I can beat him. Alright. I got this.
0: Going down. Alright, you ready for this? Oosh, yes. Number one. Called my mother's boss at midnight to tell him my mom is a great worker and deserves a raise.
1: Oh, that's a hard one. Child. You're correct. Yes.
0: Alrighty. Number two. Accidentally microwave popcorn for 33 minutes instead of three and a half minutes.
1: <laughs> that is the crazy thing. Oh, no, that's a drunk person. It has to be.
0: Yep. Drunk. Was hanging out with buddies and put the microwave on and totally forgot a second later. Was alerted by the smell of smoke and arrived to find microwave filled with it. By that point, the popcorn had effectively become a condensed brick of black tar. <laughs> Alrighty. Number three. Jumped into the snow to give it a hug because I liked the way it glittered.
1: I feel like that's something I would do when I'm drunk. Child.
0: You're wrong. It was drunk.
1: Ah! I think that's a story from Future Me.
0: No, this was submitted two years ago.
1: No, damn it.
0: Number four. Woke up. On top of a cow, freaked out my entire village and convinced everyone I was a phantom. Accidentally started an angry mob. Child. Yes. Got it. Would you like the backstory?
1: Nah.
0: Okay. I will just say they said this happened in rural Pakistan.
1: (laughs) Okay, now I want the backstory.
0: Alrighty. I was most definitely a kid at the time. This happened in rural Pakistan in which I was known for wandering off in the middle of the night as a toddler because I was both a brat and a sleepwalker. I scared our town's Sheik, who, is that how you say it? Sheik. Sheik, S-H-E-I-K-H.
1: I-K-H, yeah, Sheik.
0: Sheik, who was convinced I was a jinn, and the angry mob was a mob of folks out looking for me who were angry that they were looking for me and not sleeping. (laughs) <laughs> Good job, person from Pakistan.
1: That's a great story, though.
0: Alrighty, so you're three for four.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, number five watched Men in Black for an hour and a half before realizing it was in Spanish. Drunk. Kid.
1: Ah oh, no! We can only get eight now.
0: Kid. It was on an airplane, and I had the headphones set to the wrong channel. Thought it was a little weird until I mentioned to my mom, and she figured it out.
1: Damn it. I've done that before, though. Nice. I accidentally watched a film in the wrong language, because it was that drunk. Oh, God.
0: Tried to feed my teacher ice cream cake with a spoon repeatedly. That's number six.
1: I hope that's not drunk. Like, Why would you be with your teacher if you were drunk? be weird. Repeat.
0: Tried to feed my teacher ice cream cake with a spoon repeatedly.
1: Oh, but it might be drunk. I've gotten drunk with my teacher before. Oh no, this is harder than it seems. <laughs> oh, you've got that stupid grin on your face as well. I hate you. I'm gonna get. Oh, I'm gonna be wrong. I feel like we're wrong. Oh, I want to say drunk. It's gonna be kid, isn't it? It's gonna be a fucking kid.
0: You're correct, it was drunk.
1: Yeah You want the teacher, the teacher throws you off. Do you want the story? Yeah, I I would like to know how this happened.
0: Uh, it was seventeen at the time and got absolutely smashed at that house party next door to our teacher's place. Insisted that he ate the ice cream cake over the fence until he finally said this was inappropriate and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
1: That is so something I would do. I am a drunken child. It's fine.
0: Alrighty. Number seven.
1: I've got a really weird song stuck in my head.
0: I drink my own piss. Child. Drunk. Damn it. Number eight. I was dared to run through a large paper signed, ended up with a Bloody head and arms because there was a concrete wall on the other side. Child. Drunk.
1: Damn it! Oh, I can only get six now.
0: Number nine.
1: You gave Garrett easier ones. This isn't fair.
0: Nope, I just went down. This is bullying. I went down the list.
1: I'm hoping that your friend texts you again saying you're really mean to me because this is bullying.
0: Ready? You ready for this one? sure. This is a good one. Found a car parked outside my house. Got pissed and chucked a rock at it. Realized later, it was my car. Drunk. Child? I was you like... You said got
1: pissed. Oh, when you say got pissed, you mean like angry.
0: Yes, got pissed off.
1: I thought you gave it away by saying got pissed as in got got drunk. Nope. Damn it.
0: This person was four when this happened.
1: I'm
0: gonna throw my phone at the wall now. Okay. You ready for this? The last one. Number five mm. number ten. Not number five. Number ten. <laughs> Ran full speed stepping on a banana peel to see if they were actually slippery. They are. Child. You are correct. Would you like the story of that one or no? No,
1: it's pretty self
0: explanatory, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh, the person he saw stars but there were no there was no actual damage
1: awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. people are stupid
0: yeah it happens well twas a good episode we talked about netflix because netflix is amazing and you should watch stranger things and cars and the olympics and why we're not gonna watch it
1: we didn't talk about we didn't discuss the olympics we bitched about the olympics
0: yeah a little bit of both um and then we played "Drunk Arcade" again, and you got five out of ten. Maybe next time you'll do better. Hopefully, see you next week, everyone.
1: Bye, Felicia's. Bye. Love you. Bye.